0: So today, I wanted to talk with you all about believing for the more. I believe that we're all in a season right now where we can be believing for more for what Jesus has promised us. I know for me, I've been going through a lot of discouragement in this current season. But ironically, this is also the season where God said that this would be the year of acceleration where he would give us the grace to do the things that he's calling us to do and to walk into our promised land. But I found that it's been very discouraging. Um, But a couple weeks ago during my alone time, God really opened my eyes to show me that the year of acceleration doesn't mean that things will come by easy, but that we have we will have to fight and press into prayer even more. Because the enemy sees, you know, he sees that we're going towards our destiny, towards where God want, is wanting us, towards that finish line. And he's going to try his best to bring us down, to bring us towards discouragement. And so in these type of years where God is wanting to raise us up and walk us into our God-given purpose, we really have to press into prayer to be so in sync with him and to continue to put him first because the enemy is going to consistently try to discourage us in many different ways. And I found that he has been discouraging me a lot, even with living revelations, as many of you know. I'm in a season right now where I've let go of my job, I'm pursuing this full time, and there's consistently so many doubts that I have. You know, like, what if I can't raise partners? What if this ministry will not flourish? And you know, so many worries that I have. But in this, it's in these seasons where we have to continue to press on and trust and believe for the more, to continue to proclaim the promises that he has for us. Um, my husband and I are also gonna be going to Singapore for a missions trip as well. And that has also been very challenging. You know, we were never planning to go on this trip and it wasn't until like three weeks ago that God, you know, confirmed it in our hearts that he wants us to go. So I was thinking to my well, God, we have three weeks now to fundraise,s And I had a lot of doubts with that too, Um, but praise God now we're like almost halfway through. We're still not fully funded, but I still wanna continue to believe God for the more. And the thing is when we don't believe God and we don't continue to have that faith, It pulls us away from where God wants us to. And that's kind of what I want to talk about today and the importance of believing for the more. And so I was led to Matthew 14 and I wanted to share with you all in this passage. And many of you guys have probably read this, but it's the passage that talks about Jesus walking on water and meeting his his disciples. Um, And so in Matthew 14, I'm going to read it here. So it says immediately, in verse 22, immediately Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead of him to the other side while he dismissed the crowd. And after he dismissed them, he went up to the mountainside by himself to pray. And so later that night, he was there alone and the boat was already a considerable distance from the land, buffeted by waves because the wind was against it. So to give you a scenario of this, Jesus told the disciples, okay, you guys go ahead. Right? He stayed. He went behind and stayed alone and was praying. And even though the disciples were a great distance away from him, Jesus still knew their condition. Right? It says in verse 24, And the boat was already a considerable distance from the land, buffeted by the waves, because the wind was against it. And so Jesus knew that even though he wasn't physically with the disciples, he knew that they were in a storm. And the word buffeted was really highlighted to me and what that word basically means is being striked repeatedly. And so they were in the midst of a heavy storm. And so what happens? Jesus goes to them. So if we keep on reading, shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them walking on the lake. And so when I read that passage, he was reminding me that even though I may, like even though Jesus, his physical body isn't here, he has given us the Holy Spirit. He promises that he's always with us. He's He knows where we are. And in this scenario in Matthew 14, Even though Jesus wasn't physically with the disciples, he knew exactly where they were and he knew their condition. And that gave me so much faith to know that Jesus knows the condition that I'm in. He knows that I've left my job, right? He knows that my husband and I need funds to go to Singapore. And he also knows the condition of where you're at. He knows your needs. He knows your condition and he wants to come and meet you there. And we just have to have the faith to continue to believe that he's always going to be there for us and that he loves us. And we see that here, you know, after... If you go on and read the rest of the chapter, you see that everything was okay. The moment Jesus walked into the boat, the storm subsided. So if you keep on reading that passage, Jesus says in verse 27, Take courage, it is I, don't be afraid. So when the disciples saw Jesus, they were terrified. They thought he was a ghost. Um, But Peter said this, Lord, if it's you, tell me to come to you on the water. And so for Peter to say that, like Jesus, if that's you, if that's really you walking in water, then tell me to come on there. That means G- that, that means Peter had faith to know that if that is really Jesus, everything's going to be okay. And the reason why Peter in this passage had that faith is because in Matthew 8, they are in a similar situation where Jesus was in the boat with them sleeping and they were in the middle of a storm and they were worried. But the moment That they, you know, they they were terrified, they woke up Jesus, and the moment Jesus was there and he told the the winds and the waves to calm, immediately the storm subsided. So Peter knew from his past experience with Jesus that the that Jesus had authority even over the winds and the waves and he didn't have to fear. And so I just my prayer for you all and for myself is that we like may we have the faith to even say that even the winds and waves obey Jesus. So what do we have to fear? You know, let us have that faith like Peter to know. And we can even look back to our own lives to see what has Jesus done in the past and what can we be reminding ourselves, you know? And as you continue this faith walk with Jesus, you're gonna continuously go through trials and tribulations, but it's meant to increase our faith. And every time we go past a trial, we're gonna be challenged to greater levels of our faith. And so we can always look back, just like Peter, and look back and remind ourselves, you know, Jesus was able, if he was able to do that, he can surely, you know, provide for us here. And I continuously believe that even for my husband um, and myself with this mission strip. You know, God has provided for my husband in the past for his mission strip. And so how much more will he provide for us now, especially if it's him who's calling us out to go? It's him who's opening the doors. And so have that faith to believe for them more. Jesus knows where you are. He knows your condition. So take heart and continue to profess the promises that he has for you. I want to read from Psalm 118. It's verse 6 to 15. It says, The Lord is with me. I will not be afraid. What can mere mortals do to me? The Lord is with me. He is my helper. I look in triumph on my enemies. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in humans. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in princes. All the nations surround me, but in the name of the Lord, I cut them down. They surround me on every side, but in the name of the Lord, I cut them down. They swarm around me like bees, but they were consumed as quickly as burning thorns. In the name of the Lord, I cut them down. I I was pushed back and about to fall, but the Lord helped me. The Lord is my strength and my defense. He has become my salvation. Shouts of joy and victory resound in the tents of the righteous. The Lord's right hand has done mighty things. The Lord's right hand is lifted high. The Lord's right hand has done mighty things. I will not die, but live, and will proclaim what the Lord has done. The Lord has chastened me severely, but he has not given me over to death. And so I love this Psalm 118, and I pray that this would be an encouragement to you all, you know, to know that, yeah, God may be, you know, chastening us, disciplining us, allowing us to go through trials, but he will not give over us to death, you know, to failure. God is going to come through. And so in this season, whatever you guys are in, ask yourselves, what do you need to believe in the more? You know, in what aspects of your lives have you been losing faith in God, but that you need to renew your trust in him to continue to profess the promises that he has for you. And if you see it in Psalm 118 consistently, but in the name of the lord i cut them down you know you see the psalmist continuously speaking god's truth that authority in ephesians 6 it talks about it to take the word of god the word of god is a sword of the spirit and so when we pick up the word of god and we speak it over our situations we're cutting down the schemes of the enemy jesus has given us authority over strongholds in our lives and so we don't have to give in to fear because the more we give in to fear the more we are being pushed astray from where god is calling us to Remember, fear doesn't come from God, but the enemy, right, it says in John that he is the father of lies. And so the enemy will use lies. He will use fears to taunt us so that we don't walk in the way of God. He's going to put things in our minds that God's God's not going to come through. We're not going to have the means. You should, you should stick with this job because it's secure. Or maybe in a relationship that you're in and you know that God's asking you to let that go. The enemy's going to consistently put fears in your mind that you'll never find someone that you'll love um, or you'll never be loved. You know, all these things are meant to deter us from the will of God, but we have to hold on to what Romans 12 says, right? It says, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you can approve God's perfect will for you. So the only way that we can actually see God's perfect will be played out is if we continue to transform our minds and not conform to the patterns of this world. You know, what does this world do? The world you know, if we're living in the world, we're just living by what we see and what what we feel. But we can't do that because the enemy acts upon that. He plays around our feelings, our fears and things and what we see. But God says to walk by faith and not by sight. And so we have to continuously choose to walk by faith because it's only through faith that we can see God's perfect will and see his hand move upon our lives. You know, praise God. You know, my husband especially my husband but i as well had hesitations about doing a fundraiser for this mission trip we honestly didn't even want to go but god was confirming this supernaturally to us and so we're like okay we're going to do this fundraiser and so far we've raised over a thousand dollars in this fundraiser but if we had given into fear and not to trust what god had said we wouldn't even have done this we wouldn't even have been able to see god's hand move upon our lives And so this is the season right now to believe in the more, to continue to move forward in what God is telling you to, because he will come through to you. It may take even the last day, the last moment, but trust God because it's only when we choose to walk in such faith that we can see him move. Peter wouldn't have been able to walk on water if it wasn't out of his faith to believe that God can protect him in the midst of walking on water in the middle of a storm. We have to trust, you know, the only ways that miracles can be birthed through our lives is if we choose to believe for the more, if we choose to keep our faith in Jesus, rooted in Him, grounded in Him. So this is a season to continue to know and believe that Jesus knows the condition. You know, we may not feel Him. He He may not be physically here, but He knows where we're at. He knows what we need. And a verse I also want to share is in Luke 12, 7. It says, The very hairs of your head are all numbered. Don't be afraid. You are worth more than sparrows. So we have to know that God values us, he loves us, and he wants the best for us. Jeremiah 29, 13, God says, you know, "'For I have plans to prosper you, not to harm you.'" And so we need to be rooted in this truth. We can't trust what our heart says because our hearts is deceitful. We don't know what's best for us. And the enemy will try to play around with our emotions, with our fears, but we must not give in and continue to believe in the more. I'm really believing that this is the year of acceleration. This is the year where God wants us to walk into our God-given purpose but we need to move forward in faith. We have to press into prayer. I would encourage you all to read Ephesians 6. It talks about putting the armor of God and also consistently getting into prayer, to press into prayer, because this is the season right now where the enemy's gonna try us and bring discouragement in us, but that's when we have to continue to battle in the spiritual warfare that's going on, to continue to speak truth. Ephesians 6, 17 says, take the sword, the word of God, the spirit, which is the spirit, and to clash, you know, to bring down all the lies of the enemy, all the strongholds that are meant to deter us from walking into our God-given purpose. So this is the year. I want to encourage you to press into prayer as you believe in the more. Continue to to make a, make a journal. I have this right now where I title it like, you know, verses that I memorize verses. But pick verses that you choose to continuously speak over your life in this season because you need that to encourage yourself. In 1 Thessalonians 5, 16, 18, it says, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances. And so that's so key, because remember, even Peter, right, in that passage that we read, Peter remembered what God had done in the last scene, where God was there with him, helping him through the storms. And so look back at what God has done and rejoice. And it says, pray always and give thanks in all circumstances. You know, you may be in a circumstance right now where you're in dire need, of God to come through. You're in a season where you're going through struggles, you're in a wilderness. This is the season to still give thanks, to know that God is gonna come through. Your things may not have come out the way you thought it was gonna be, but it doesn't mean that you give up hope and you become discouraged because discouragement will only lead you further away from where God wants you. The best thing that you can do right now is to rejoice, to give thanks and have hope, have faith. That's the best thing that you can do in this season. And so ask yourselves this, You know, what promises has God spoken over your life? What can you be believing for the more right now in this season? Jesus says in John 14, 12 to 14, very truly I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing and they will do even greater things than these because I am going to the Father. And verse 13 says, and I will do whatever you ask in my name so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. And that's key. You know, don't misinterpret this verse by thinking that you can ask God anything and he'll do it, but he will do anything that you ask that's according to his will, right? It says, and I will and I will do whatever you ask in my name so that the Father may be glorified. And so if you are asking for things that are according to God's will, that were glorified Jesus at the end, like God will do it, especially for testimonies. I'm really believing in the season God wants to show off in your life. He wants to, the things that you've been desiring in your hearts, God wants to fulfill that. And it may seem so impossible. You don't have the resources. You don't have the skills. But this is a season where God is saying, continue to persevere. Do not let discouragement get the best of you. And trust that, you know, through this, his name will be glorified. Like At the end of the day, you can say, guys, this wasn't me, but this was God. And the same thing for Living Revelations. You know, God has done mighty things. We had our first Discovery Purpose conference, which was amazing. You know, I'm still believing for more. And you know, today, actually, I had my first partner, monthly partner for the ministry. And you know, I'm believing for more. But if I had not let go of my job and give myself to this ministry, to establishing Living Revelations, I wouldn't be where I am at today. And so don't let fear get the best of you, continue to believe in the more, to know that every season you can always be believing and trusting God. And So I want to pray for you guys today. God, I thank you, Lord, for those who are listening in right now, God. I thank you, Lord, for just the destinies that you have for them, God. And I just pray right now, God, whatever fear that may be holding onto them right now, Lord, that you would just remove that completely, God that you would give them eyes to see from your perspective, God, from your truth, Lord, and that they wouldn't let discouragement get the best of them, God. Lord, I'm believing that you have so much in store for those who are listening in right now, God. So much good things planned for them, God. And I pray, Lord, that they would choose to believe for the promises that you have for them, to believe in your goodness, God, that they may walk in your will and approve of your goodness, God. And just pray right now, God, Lord, that those who are listening in right now God whatever that they may be facing the trials, the tribulations God that they wouldn't get the best of them that they would not live by what they see but by faith God choosing to believe Lord in what you have spoken God Lord you have called us to walk by faith and not by sight God so I pray Lord that those right now God who are watching Lord who are listening in Lord that you would just touch their hearts right now God and open their eyes to see that you are a good father that you have good plans for them God and that they wouldn't give up Lord I pray, Lord, right now that you would equip them, God, with your word, God, that you would open their eyes to see more of the revelation of your love for them, God. And we thank you, Lord, for what you were doing, God. In your name we pray, amen. So I pray that you guys would continue to live by faith and not by what you see in your current circumstance. I was just reminded of the story of Joseph, of how God had promised him from the very beginning that he would raise him up as a leader and to have authority over a nation. Um, But it took years for that. I mean, he had to go through his brothers abandoning him. He went through slavery. He was stuck in prison. Imagine if he had given up on God and just gave up and did whatever he wanted to do. But he chose to continue to trust God, to be faithful, even in the little that he had. Even in prison, he was faithful, it says, that even the prison warden gave him um, a privilege to watch over the prison. And so may we continue to choose to be faithful in the little that God has given us and to trust that his promises will come to pass. And so remember and hold on to Ephesians 3.20 where God says that he does exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or imagine. That's the God that we serve. So I pray that this video has encouraged you um, and don't forget to also share this as well with others and if you also want to be a part of our discover your purpose facebook group you still can Um, the purpose of that group is just to encourage everyone um, to do life with one another to create a community of like-minded people who are also after walking into their god-given purpose and so to do so all you have to do is go to our store and purchase our discover your purpose workbook for five dollars and once you've purchased that you'll be admitted to the facebook group So the link will be below and you can just go to livingrevelations.com slash shop and you'll be able to find the workbook. So I pray that you've been blessed by this and looking forward to talk to you all soon. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast and are blessed. Check out our blogs at livingrevelations.com and follow Living Revelations on Facebook and Instagram. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast to others if you've been blessed. See you all in the next podcast.